My name is uh, Ozoma Vier. I'm, I'm from Imo State, and Imo State is uh, in eastern Nigeria. But I reside in Anambra State, and Anambra State is also in eastern Nigeria. I am a teacher. Glad to have you, Ozoma. Thank you for taking your time. You are actually my, my very first uh, person for this podcast. Uh, my name is Adamu Muhammad Dankori. I am the host of this podcast uh, that I titled The Tongue is Mightier Than the Sword. Okay. And I am having Uzoma here. Uzoma will defend Biafra and he will tell us his reasons uh, why, uh, why he's doing so. All right, Uzoma, the floor is yours. Okay. Thank you very much. Um, from what I saw in that VAT, there are three things there to defend, which are the status quo, restructuring, or to defend a succession, either for Biafra or Dudua Republic or Arewa. Uh, I'm defending uh, Biafra Republic, first of all, in the sense that I was born and brought up by parents who are of Biafran descent. They are not from Northern Nigeria or whether they are from Western Nigeria. Now, I want to do something. First of all, I want to trash out the status quo from this thing. Any right-thinking man should not support status quo because it is simple. From 1914, when Nigeria was created, to 2017, Nigeria is not progressing. Anybody that thinks otherwise is either blind or is lying to himself. Nigeria is not working, and it has not worked. And the way it is going now, I don't think that it would work in the future. So the status quo should be out of that because in every organization, once there is no progress, the members should try to try another thing. So now the status quo is out of the game, is out of the calendar. Now the next thing there is restructuring. First of all, I want to make this clear to people that restructuring simply means where you have a structure, you try to rearrange it so that it will serve in another way which is better than the way it was before. First of all, restructuring and the CONFAB report 214 was the same thing and was even the same thing with what we had in Aburi in 1967 between uh, Guwon and late Odume Gojuku. So for me, there's something that the Bible says, but I would like to make the Bible the main reference here because I'm a Christian. So, there is one thing he says. He says that there is time for everything under the sun. The time to give birth, the time to die, the time to do that, and time to do that. So for me, I believe that there is a time that if Nigeria would have been restructured, then it would have served us well. Now let me give this instant now. Maybe early in the morning, you are living with your friend. Unfortunately, you find out that your friend is very sick. You went to a nearby chemist. You bought some drug for him. Instead of giving the drug to your friend, you went and locked this drug in the cupboard. Now, might, after you have might, uh, went and come back, you find out that your friend is dead. There is one thing. There is no amount of crying or giving your friend that drug that can bring your uh, dead friend back to life. So, restructuring Nigeria now is simply what I will call medicine after death. If Nigeria would have been restructured in 1967 after the Aburi meeting, by now, we, we, we haven't, the problems we have now will not be here. And if Nigeria was restructured in 1967, 
bear, bear this with me that there is not going to be anything like the civil war. You know that because initially Ojuku never asked for Biafra. Ojuku is like a man that saw the future. He saw that 50 years later, 60 years later, Nigeria will have a very big problem of progressing. So thereby he have a plan which is suggested to his fellow colleague, which is let us restructure Nigeria. But then it was not called restructuring because that was what they agreed in Aburi. Whereby he was saying that let Eastern Nigeria have their flag, be in control of their resource, the same with Northern Nigeria, the same with Western Nigeria. But the government of them refused. And for, for Juke, we was like, hello? Can you? Okay. Okay. Yep. So you for him, it's like that there's no way that he can progress with these people. So the best thing for him is let him declare a republic for the people of Eastern Nigeria. And when he declared the republic, what follows? Nigeria declared war on them. That was what led to the war. And there is something now. After millions of people have lost their life, there is no need of restructuring Nigeria. It is simply a medicine after death. So that led me with the only option of succession. For me, when I was in primary school, I am somebody that uh, I read many histories about Nigeria. I love Nigeria so much that even when Nigeria engages in a World Cup match, I can't even own myself to cry when they are losing a match. Because for me, this is my fatherland. A land we grow every morning at the assembly. We are going to recite the national anthem with all our minds and spirits. So I grew up to love Nigeria. But as time goes on, I found out that this country of ours is not going the right direction. Reason, it was not built on a solid foundation. So for me, the best thing is for Nigeria to be disintegrated. And the only way it could be done in a democratic setting is that let the government bring out a date for referendum. It's very, very simple. There's no big deal there. If you think that people are still in love with Nigeria, then bring out a referendum. Let people vote either to stay or to leave. It is up to the masses. Like I've said, one problem with our politicians down here is that they are so much in love and intoxicated with power that they have forgot that there is something like Nigerians. They love the name Nigeria, but forgot that there is Nigerians, the people that are living in that Nigeria. Nigeria is just a name which was given by, to us by uh, Miss Flora Shaw, which simply means a uh, Niger area. So, but there are people that are lived, the people that have lived in this area even before 1914, even before 1912. So, what are we, as in what is our attitude towards these people? Hello? Hello? I can join, oh. continue from where you stop. Okay. Like I said before, the major problem we have with our politicians down here is that they are so mindful of the name Nigeria without considering Nigerians. There is something they should know. Nigeria is a name given to us by Miss Flora Shaw. Even before 1912, even before 1901, there are indigenous people that have been inhabiting this land called Nigeria. So they should respect the wishes of these people and forget about nigeria even if nigeria uh, is being wiped away from the map that's not a problem as long as the people that constitute the nation are happy no problem so now as i said i'm only left with uh the option of uh succession i will be defending biafra with reasons like i said before 
uh, if Nigeria happens to disintegrate today, naturally, I will be a Biafran. I will not be an Oduduwa or an Arewa person because I was, I, I am a pure Igbo man. My mother and my father are from Igbo. So that's, that's the first point. Now, secondly, why am I supporting Biafra? The reason is this. These people are people that are talented. Naturally, for me, I felt like I'm feeling like Nigeria is a cage for them. Because if they will be left alone, they are going to achieve many feats. So they, have, they always feel marginalized. And there is nothing that is going to be done for them to feel like they are part of Nigeria. Like, let me ask you a question. You're in the USA, right? Uh, is there any place that you have seen something like one USA? Hello? Have you seen anything like one United States of America? Hello? I can't hear you if you can hear me. Hello? I, I, okay. I say, I can hear have you, you seen any place that is being said one United States of America? Hello? Can you hear me? Have you seen anything I, like I one United know. States of America? Hmm? What do you mean by yeah. one? What do you mean by yeah, one like United you say, States? You say, uh, United what? States, we are one people, we are not divided. Have you seen anything like that? Not in structure, not at all. Um, these people have okay. Let me let me let, let me make you understand what I mean. Like here in Nigeria, in such a way it that, is like uh, from my understanding. Let me let me make you to understand me. Like here, from my understanding. Okay, no, okay. I, I think I'm like here in Nigeria. Yeah. Every day, it is what the politicians are singing. One Nigeria, one Nigeria, one Nigeria. There is something that is simple. If people are one, you don't need to tell them that they are one. From the way they are doing things, they have to know that they are, that they are one, actually. So, like now, from my knowledge, I know that United States of America have uh, up to 50 states, yet they are doing things accordingly. The rights of the people are being respected. But here in Nigeria, believe me, the ordinary man does not have a right. Even for me, the constitution is just for, let's have a constitution's sake. The constitution is not even playing. Here in Nigeria, in this first century, in 2017, a court of judication will say, after a case, say, set this man free. This man will not find any, anything to, to be, for him to be arrested or something like that. You see that they, uh, they um, what is it called again? Um, the government, uh, the government, not the judiciary, uh, this, yeah, the executive arm of government, yeah, we go against the rule the of the world, of the court. I'm still asking myself, is this a democratic setting? So that is the problem. For me, Nigeria is not working. And it will never work unless the people agree to, be, let's say, the masses, not the politicians. Because everybody, the politicians are in, one, in support of one Nigeria because they are benefiting from from the corruption, like in my local dialect, I say a phrase that says that anaderoma burundinze, meaning that when the land is not good, it is actually to the advantage of the people, of the chiefs, and not to the advantage of the people. So, so what I mean here is that as long as they are benefiting from the corruption called Nigeria, 
they will always support Nigeria to be one and they will be singing it one Nigeria, one Nigeria. If you are one, you don't need to tell us that we, are, we will know. So the, 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 the handwriting is very clear. For me, what Nigeria needs now is a referendum. Let the people decide. If we actually want to stay together, that is very good. Then we decide the way forward. But if we don't, it is better that we are neighbors, constituting different countries and living peaceful together than we are forcing ourselves to live in the same country yet killing ourselves so it is not it is not something that that we bring about development like here now if i tell you that up to two weeks or more than now there's nothing like electricity in, in my area you wouldn't even believe that that i'm talking to you now is because i have generator i am i'm able to power my um, my gadgets but we are we are paying for these things these are what we pay for yet we don't even have it is that not a uh, robbery you pay for something you can't have it yet. So there's no reason as in that leave and to say what is one reason that I will say let me continue with Nigeria. There is no reason. So the best thing is for a referendum. Let the people decide. Like if today or tomorrow the government say that they, they, are, they are giving a day for a referendum, I will probably come out and vote for Biafra, let us leave Nigeria. And people like like uh the leader of the indigenous people of Biafra, POB will always say, say that. Many people have killed in this struggle and many people are ready to give their life. But the ultimate sacrifice that these people have paid, which is death, they are going to be justified by giving them that Biafra, that is the only thing that they need. Give it to them. Many people have died. Many people. And they died for no just reason. Because if I say that I don't want to be a part of this any longer, you are killing me. It is injustice of the highest order. So for me, I don't know what else to say. So what I'm saying is very simple. It is up to the government to give a day for it. Let the people, not only Biafrans, even the Eurobars, the Aosas, and every other people, let the people decide by themselves what they want. And you believe me, nobody else is happy with Nigeria. A country where you pay people to protest. People do not protest because they want to protest. You pay them to protest against something. So what is that? So we, people, we are very, very tired. If you see anybody saying, we want one Nigeria, one Nigeria, believe me, two things are involved. Either the person is not informed, the person is lacking information, appropriate information, or secondly, the person is benefiting from the corruption that is happening in Nigeria. So that's it. Thank you. You're welcome, Uzoma. Um, I would thank you for taking your time to to go through this. Uh, I can see the passion in your voice, and I agree with uh, with everything you, everything you said. I, I actually agree with it. I agreed that. It is the right of the indigenous people, the people, yeah. to decide their fate. Government does not decide our fate. Yeah. We decide our fate. We are the government and not the reverse. So I agree with you. Now, uh, could you please uh, make one thing clear to me? I think it was uh, the network was bad. Yeah. You said in 1967, during the Abori accord yeah that was what i was saying. actually wanted is restructuring that was, was not that what you are saying yeah that was not one it was not one succession initially it was after the Abuya accord was not met at the nigerian end of it that is now say let me go with this paper and form another country after the the the, the arrangement was not made up by a nigerian government after, after they went to Abuya after... with ankara at ghana some agreements were reached so the Nigerian government did not fulfill that part. That is when the man said, okay, let me go with these people and call them another country. So that's it. 
Thank you for uh, making that clear. Now, you st- yeah. you started giving me reasons why you wanted Biafra. One, you said these people are talented people. Um, do you have anything to add to that? Or that's, uh, that's oh, well, you said talented and you said you were born as a Biafra. Yeah. You were born as an Igbo man, uh, front and back. So therefore, that makes you naturally a Biafra. Anything else you want to add? as to any specific reasons. Um, I know you, you have given me uh, other reasons too as well. I shouldn't forget to say that. Um, you made mention uh, of an example where you have someone yeah. who is basically dying. You have the medicine, but you didn't give, that per- you didn't give it to that person until it was too late. Um, so you gave that as another reason why you wanted Biafra. Um, now, my question to you is, and I'm going to give you an example of the United States, because that's the one I know most. The United States, just like you probably know, is an example of a country that prioritizes the individual over the collective. So that's why they are really individualistic in everything, in the way they form government. So that means it is their, it is your individual right. Uh, for example, um, to have a say on what uh, the direction of your country, the, the direction of the country you have, and as, and so that is the building block of the United States: the individual, um, the individual own themselves, they own the government, and every other person like that. Um, so that's one. And two, you kind of touch that um, as part of the Abori Accord that Ojuku wanted yeah. the Biafran region to have control of its resources, of its people, yeah. of its social well-being. And this is this is exactly it's in control how of the United resource. States is structured. Uh, every state, every local government, every town has yes has some kind of responsibilities to the people. The people yeah, let me say something. You know that uh, recently they have certain functions. Uh, a a notion was moved in the Senate that was for freedom. state devaluation. Let the state have control of their resources. Do you know that the Senate voted against this? Recently, that was maybe okay. You are aware that's it it's because the the airlines are in advantage of the corruption in Nigeria. They want it to continue. Yes, Let I'm me aware. tell you, if you go to rural areas, my brother, you will cry. You, I'm talking now because maybe I am a middle person. I'm not that rich. I'm not that poor. But when you go to rural area, if you see children of age not going to school, reason not because they don't want to go because there is no how they will go to school. No money. You will cry. So that's it. Okay. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree with you. I, I came to the U.S. about uh, eight years ago. And before that, I was, I was uh, um, what you would call um, a really poor person. My parents are, are poor, you know. Well, I, I still consider myself poor, even though I live here. Um, so I know what you mean by when you go to these areas, you see real poverty. Now, what I want to 
get this discussion towards ears. Is it really too late? Is there anything that can be done to salvage this situation? And by this I meant, what about if we have a system like that of the United States that respects the individual as the sovereign? Therefore, naturally you would have all these distinctions. Like in the United States, you have states. Various states have various laws. So you could have Biafra, you could have Imo states, control its resources, you have Yobe state control its people, its resources, and so on and so forth. Is that led for that? If anything you are looking for, Uzoma, can can it be achieved through uh, a let me let me say something before you continue. Like you say, if that thing is done, if you go down, that is one of the solutions for Nigeria. But look at the problem now. Not after many lives have been lost. Like I said before, the only thing that will justify the death of millions of people is to give them this nation. To, to, be, to, to, be, uh, to be realistic now, restructuring Nigeria to have state evaluation will help the problem. But there is something. People that lost their people in the war for no just reason, they will never be happy. That's it. So the best thing is that, like you see Nigeria now, like if you go to the internet, you type... Uh, uh, Abuja Declaration 1989 or so, you see that there is some agenda in Nigeria that is even secret that we are not even talking about. We are talking what we know. There are other secrets that are hidden. For example, now, if you are to view Nigeria, constitutionally, Nigeria is an Islamic state. Constitutionally, you will agree with me. You can go back to the constitution and see that. You will see where Sharia law is mentioned in the constitution. Islamic is mentioned in the constitution. There is no way you see Christianity there. And so, these are all the problems that we have. For me, I believe that what the ourselves want is a place where they can practice Islamic rights and rule, where they will have their Sharia law in full practice. There's no need of denying them that. And there is one thing with the Christians. The Islamic has, have seen them as infidels. The Christians now do not want to associate with the world, with the Islam. It's like there is something I call natural hatred between them. So instead of trying to force them in in a in a relationship where they call themselves one country, let them be neighbors. Like if Biafra is another country now, you can see a man from Arewana coming to 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 be against the rule. So the country now will take the, the action between themselves. So that is why, though restru restructuring is good, but for me it is too late. Not after many lives have been lost. Let if for me the only solution to Nigeria now is total disintegration but let it not be done in Uzoma let me press you on this point you raised one you said that there is natural hatred between Christians and Muslims as a result therefore these two entities cannot exist in one country now how would you explain that these two entities that you claim can't exist under the same umbrella, under the same country, actually do exist somewhere else. Let's take, for instance, the United States. The United States has 
both Christians and Muslims, Hindus, Buddhists, and what have you, all kinds of faith. How do you explain the homogeneity of these groups in countries like the United States and the United States is one of the richest countries on earth? How do you explain that? Yeah, thank uh, um, That's a very good question. Like you said, United States, you have many faiths existing there. Uh, that's a very good question. Uh, first of all, I want you to know this. From going back, uh, going back in history, you know that um, America is a secular state. So, whether you are <clears throat> a Christian, a Muslim, whatever you claim to have as a religion, the United States is a secular state. So, but here in Nigeria, look at the problem. Nobody now can say that Nigeria is a secular state. You can't even say that it's an Islamic state. You can't even say it's a Christian state. So, that is confusion. And that is one of the major problems that is this log ahead between the two faiths here. Now, secondly, I want you to know that when USA was created, initially, the first people that arrived in that place and started the country, we are not Muslims. We are not um, Muslims. A little of them, we are Christian because uh, like 40% of them we are slaves and these slaves that uh, they actually came from from a part of Africa where Christianity has reached so it was after the, the country has been formed that people now started to migrate with their faith but here in Nigeria the Muslims occupy the northern states the Christians occupy the southern states now, there has been two faiths already, and the British came to amalgamate them. It's like both of them have been enemy even before the amalgamation happened. But in the USA, what happened? There, there nobody was even conscious of the faith then because most of them were what? We are slaves. So that you have a, a homogeneity today in the USA is because most of the people practicing. Muslim and every other religion actually migrated to that area, but here in Nigeria the reverse is the case It's like the people have been enemies before and you came to my to to amalgamate them together So that is why I said that the two religion is in loggerheads even uh, If you go through your through your Quran because I have brought us sometimes to go about it I've read some uh, some things in it. You find out something even in the Quran Jesus Christ was mentioned in the Quran. Um, Christians, Jews, and Judaism was also mentioned in the Quran. But you will never find a place in the Bible from the very first beginning of it to the very last of it where you see Muslim or Muhammad mentioned there. So what am I saying? What I'm trying to say here is that both the northern people and the southern people, they don't even like. Uh, let me say. 15, 18, 16, 18 before the British came. 
these people do not have anything in common they are, they are not even uh, there is no even there is no communication between them so this like both of them live their own way of life the northern people have connection with the the arab world uh, through the the deserts why the the southern people deal with people that the, the europeans that come from the from the oceans so both of them do even right in time they do not do things together so that's why the where the problem lies combining them for me is like trying to mix water and kerosene together which is immiscible so that's it it is interesting to know that christianity might not be the first religion that immigrated to the united states to the founding the founding of the united states uh, there are claims out there that the first muslims actually came from the senegambian region of africa to the united states um in the 14th century um, and it is also actually believed that when Columbus made the journey to the United States, uh, he used a book written, a navigation book written by a Muslim. A Muslim that was and had been to what is now the United States uh, in the 12th century. But in either, but either way, so even with that, okay, let's assume that there was no diversity in the founding of the United States, those people that came to the United States. Let's assume they were all of the same faith. Um, my issue with that as a point of reason, as a point that you made as the reason why the United States is diverse, why Muslims and Christians still live in the United States, and why in Nigeria, because it was basically founded by different uh, religious faith, why it's not working. For me, that can be a reason why the United States can and is still able to accommodate people of different faith, different uh, creed. That can be the reason. At same as why that can be the reason why Nigeria has failed. Let's look at Canada. A country basically founded by by the French. The French were the first people in Canada, followed by the English-speaking people. But Canada is still one country, and it's one of the most advanced countries on earth. So there you go again, an example of a country that was first settled by one 
uh, one uh, kind of people and then later settled by another that they later had bitter rivalry up till now. I mean, there is. But they created a system where they both can live. So there are systems out there that can create an environment where people that don't like each other, that don't speak the same thing, can actually live with one another. So the reason you gave does not hold water. It's not true. There are countries that defied such example. And that brings me to why I support restructuring, why I believe restructuring would take care of Biafra, the agitations that Biafra is today can be solved through restructuring. And what that is in a nutshell is to give back people their freedom. Not just Biafrans, every Nigerian. And as a whole, give every region its own autonomy. That is how the Canadians solved the issue of bitter rivalry between the French and English-speaking Canadians. So there is a system out there that has defied all the reason you gave. The only reason that still stood, you know, which is unfortunate, is the loss of lives of Biafrans and other Nigerians. Now, will that be a reason to split? What do you think? <clears throat> you have spoken well. Um, that you have spoken well. Like I said before, before we started this, uh, restructuring Nigeria is not bad. Restructuring as an option is not a bad thing. I would also like you to know that dividing Nigeria is not also a bad thing. But for me, the bad thing there is the remaining with the status quo. So like I said, um, dividing the nation should not be seen as a bad thing. Restructuring the nation should not be seen as a bad thing. But I want you to remember this. After the war, all the Biafrans were given 20 pounds, not even minding what you have in the bank. So a lot of injustice has been done in this country. Nigeria is not the only country that we have seen war. We have seen war in Rwanda. Other countries have fought to after the war, they actually have to move forward. But here we are still living in the past because the government have not actually done what they're supposed to do. You see it now. So yeah, you like you said, uh, most of my reasons have been defeated by some of the countries out there. That's true, and that's good. So I want you to know this that everything that have advantage have disadvantage. You say must we divide because millions of lives have been lost. For me, the reason why we must divide is not because millions of lives has been lost, but it is because that. Nigeria was not created to progress. Nigeria was created without even consulting the people living in Nigeria. We are not defeated by, there was no way where the British defeated the Nigerians, so thereby they can do anything with us. No, they actually came in to be friends. Gradually, gradually, they, they amalgamated the, the, the two 
the two protectorates of the country. So, the reason we should divide is this. Since Nigeria has not worked, it was created due to the selfish interests of the British for economic purposes. Since it has not worked, it is not working. And nobody can even give a guarantee that it will work. The best thing I think that should be done is this. Let me say it and make it clear here. Dividing Nigeria or restructuring Nigeria should be an absolute right and decision of the masses. Everybody have his or our own opinion. Like I said, I will love it when the country is disintegrated so that people can start afresh. You have your own idea, which is let it be. You have your own idea, which is uh, let the country be restructured. Both of them are good, I will say. But I think the government have failed to do something. And you might ask me, what is this the government have failed to do? Since the government have realized that there has been problem, and this problem is caused by total difference, total difference between the people living in the country. I think this is what we should do. The government, what they're supposed to do is conduct a referendum so that the people can decide whether they want to stay together or not. Like I'm a Christian, and one one uh, one place in the Bible said that two cannot work together unless they agree. So I even believe that this is one of the problems of Nigeria. Since the citizens do not agree to live together, they will continue to be having problems. So the thing that the government should have done after that war was you build a monument for the war. You don't try to delete the memories of the war because the people will always remember the, their, their, fallen, their fallen heroes and the dead ones, their families, their friends and their every other thing. So they have to remember it because the memory must live on. Like some people will say, and I believe in that. Even if today now something is being done uh, maybe through a magical way and everybody say, let us forget about Biafra. Provided that we have not gone to solve the problem at the source tomorrow, the agitation will arise again. So for me, what the government should do is conduct a referendum. Let the people decide whether they want to live together or not. So if they want to live together, now, when there is a problem, they can tolerate each other because they are the ones that actually decided to live together. It's like a, like a marriage. When, uh, when a woman and a man decided that they love each other, they want to live together, if problem arises in that marriage, they can tolerate each other. But when both of them married each other, maybe one person is forced to marry the other person. Once the other person causes a problem, the other one will agitate. So that is it. Let a referendum be passed. I think what every person in Nigeria should do now is to call to help and call for a referendum, both on the northern side, if you are a Muslim, you are, you are, you are a African traditional uh, religion, you are a Christian, whatsoever faith you have, let every of us, let everyone of us support the call for referendum. Because this referendum, we give all the people call themselves Nigerians to decide, do we want to stay together or not? So at the end of the day, the majority will carry it. So if we want to stay together, fine. But if we say that we want to live as different entities, that is also fine. We be good neighbors to ourselves. And the problem will at least stop a bit so that's it it's not a more that we must divide but it is not also a more that we must stay together so let the government do the right thing which is referendum thank you so ma now um the guarantee that nigeria would work is the guarantee why canada worked really um so i think um i'm glad you and i have uh, the belief 
that restructuring is all right. And I also believe uh, if people want to go, they should be allowed to decide that. Um, you can't force love, like you rightly noted. Now, to conclude, I would like to ask you why you would vote Biafra. Now, I said so because my guts tell me that if a referendum were to be conducted in Nigeria, you would probably vote Biafra. Even though my gut also tell me that you believe in restructuring. So could you tell other Nigerians, especially the Igbos, why you are going to vote Biafra? Also, what would you advise other Nigerians to do? Would you suggest other Nigerians to let Igbo go and pursue restructuring? Or would you advise other Nigerians to also pursue separation? So in the North, Arewa Republic, you know, in the West, Odudua, and other um, ethnic nationalities that might want to separate, what would you tell them? Would you tell them to pursue separation or restructuring? Uh, thank you very much, uh, Dankori. Um, thank you for the question. I will try to be concise. Um, five years ago, when I was discussing something with my father, my father told me something. He said that some issues, when you try to discuss it, it will take you up to a year to discuss, yet you can't arrive at a single, at a single point. So such issues, the best way is to take a straight decision and i believe that nigerian issue is one of the issues like that so like you said what will i advise other nigerians to do yes in as much as you said that i believe and i have uh i have this belief because i'm a neutral person in as much as uh, i don't believe in what you believe that does not make me to say things that are not truth the restructuring is good is good but you know that there is one thing in life. What works for Mr. A might not work for Mr. B. That uh, it works for Canada is not a guarantee that it will work for Nigerians. Because uh, the average African man have a different mentality from what we see from in the Western world. But restructuring is good. I will also bring this to book. Living as friends and neighbors in Western Africa that is Arewa, Odudua, and Biafra, would be a very good thing. Rather than trying to force ourselves to be in the same compound, causing tensions and problems for ourselves. Now, what will I urge Nigerians to do? Coming to that question, like I said, I will boldly vote for Biafra. That is separation. And I will boldly advise every Nigerian, be it the president or... I will urge you to press for separation. You will say why. That is what I called called uh rebet separating nigeria will give new life to the people living in nigeria it will make them to 
live to see as if they have died and rise up again. That is rebirth. So, if we all press for separation of Nigeria, it will create new opportunities. For like example, we have the Super Eagles of Nigeria, the national football team. But when Nigeria is disintegrated, we will now have Biafran, uh, Biafra senior team, Odudua senior team, and uh, Ariwa senior teams. So it will actually create more opportunity for people. Like I said, many talents are dying here in Nigeria. I was very uh, grieved to watch uh, the World, uh, world uh, Championship. I saw three Nigerian ladies representing Bahrain. And I, I think they won the gold or uh, silver medal, I don't remember. But bring them here to Nigeria to represent Nigeria. They will not even win anything. So I ask, what is actually happening? Yes, the system is, is not good. Because the people living here are living with bias mindset. So that is why I will urge everybody to go for separation. Let us go for separation so that going for separation, we will regain our originality, what the British stole from us. Because before the British came, the Odudua people, they were living in empires. The Ariwas were building caliphates and the Ibus were doing fine in their little communities. So the British actually amalgamated us and that stole our originality from us. Let us recover our originality back. So that's it. Now, why would I vote for Biafra? That is what I call natural love. Natural love. For example, like I said, the love for Nigeria has died in me and it is gradually dying in every people living around here. I remember a few years ago when Nigeria teams will have uh, matches, we see people will be trooping, trying to create chance and watch such matches. But now, Sometimes when Nigeria have matches, we don't even know that. I even know that maybe I log into Facebook or I, I see a news online or something like that. So that the patriotism is dying. The national consciousness is dying. And a natural love is growing for what we used to be before. That is what our originality, our root. That is Biafra, Odudua and what Arewas. The Arewas want to practice Islamic states. Allow them to do that on their, instead of trying to push them to live with another people so that's a reason then another reason is this creating a new nation we naturally kill some problems we have in nigeria in as much as i know that creating new nations the nations we see have their own problem but there are some problems that will die for example the problem of some youths at abuja killing a woman for preaching, they say that he's preaching against their faith. But you need to kill someone because he's preaching against your faith. Some cases like um, uh, some youth beheading a, a man for urinating near the mosque, things like that will die naturally. So problems like the army killing IPOB members at Anambra because they are waiting to see a man named the Kano. For what are you killing them? So things like that will die. Because I tell you that Nigerians, killing Nigerians simply shows something, simply shows that we might not even be one, no matter what we try. So let us separate and be neighbors, good neighbors and friends living around each other instead of trying to force ourselves to live in the same compound. So this is why I will vote for Biafra because even as time grows, as, I, as I'm digging further into history, I'm seeing things that I've, I've, I've not known before and I am becoming to have natural love, a love, an unconditional love for Biafra. Like I say, you, I'm telling you now, meet any evil man or woman that is not under pressure, that is not being bribed, that is trying to be neutral. 
they will always tell you i support biafra you ask yourself why most of them don't have reason this is what i call unconditional love the love that does not have reason so this is the thing here now so like i will say um i will urge everybody both the corrupt people the, un the incorrupt uh the president the leaders and everybody let us all press for referendum because we might think that being nigeria is actually doing ourselves good being nigerians as we are co continuing to be one nigeria we are killing ourselves more and more because the british actually killed us by amalgamating us together they stole our originality do you know that before the british came that kano 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 state was a place of high commercial commercialization where they produce uh, all kinds of leather works and the rest of them do you know that Oyo was a big place a big empire the same has been in they amalgamated us and stole our originality back and so so let us regain our originality by deciding what we want by ourselves let everybody even you now let us all praise for a referendum let us call let us call the united nations so that they will give us a referendum let us actually start from there from that referendum when when you say that you have reasons to still believe in nigeria you vote for nigeria you have reason for separation you you vote of uh, vote for separation then at the end we see what the majority says then we know how to start so that's it that's it so I believe that one of my major reasons for voting Biafra is that it will give birth to what I call giving birth to 101 new opportunities to people living around and it will kill some 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 problems that we have in Nigeria some of the problems will die naturally and it will also make us to regain our originalities as Africans because sometimes you see the whites as if they are superior than us that is not actually the truth but they did something to, to us. They stole what we are. We don't even know who we are again. Let us regain that our originality back. So what I am saying is that let everybody, first of all, let us press forward for a referendum. Then from there, we know what to do. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the tongue. It's my head and this word. The goal of this audio series is to encourage Nigerians to embrace the power of dialogue as the best and only acceptable method of political, economic, and social change in the country. To participate in the program, reach me on my WhatsApp number plus +1319296579 and tell me if you think Nigeria needs separation, restructuring, or the current system. On behalf of my guest, I'm your host and producer Adamu Muhammad Dankuri. <laughs>